I got my yoga story from an anonymous uh, texter, whether it's true or not. Sounds believable. Oh, yeah. I did. Perhaps as, that. As I've been working the politically correct desk for a number of years now, that, that sounds reasonable to me, but we'll talk about that. So, uh, listen here. This is uh, This is somewhat ironic. There's one race for the House of Representatives that has not yet been settled. Perhaps you've, you've followed the story. It's in uh, North Carolina. You used to live in North Carolina, beautiful, beautiful part of the country. Oh, I love the Carolinas. Love it. Love them. It. Them. Uh, and, and you got this, uh, this fellow, Harris. He's got a 905-vote lead over this other fellow, McCready. Harris is the uh, Republican. And they haven't yet certified the election because uh, Harris apparently uh, hired uh, another geek um, whose uh, name is Dallas who's a longtime political operative, and uh, and that geek has uh, been accused of going around. Uh, he and, 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 and notably his stepdaughter, who has testified against him, which has got to be at least uh, slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> um, uh, and she was heartbroken because she loves her, her dad, her stepdad. But anyway, um, the accusation is that they went around collecting bunches of ballots and turning them in for people. There is also some suggestion without compelling proof that they may have changed votes or not turned in ones that they didn't like. And that that was such so clearly, I mean, going around and collecting people's ballots and bringing them in for them and and having them in your possession is so clearly dangerous, so clearly prone to vote fraud that... It has invalidated the entire election. Now, they haven't made a final decision, but it's three Democrats and two Republicans on the uh, the, the vote board thingy. Um, the North Carolina State Board of Elections, if you want to get all formal. <laughs> <laughs> vote board thingy. Right. right. Well, I'm not a wong. It doesn't matter. I'm not a wong. I understood you. So, anyway... Um, it's it's not it's not been finalized yet. I think it's most likely that they will invalidate the election. Then they got to go back to the drawing board. According to North Carolina law, you have to have a, a primary election. You can't just go back to mm. dude A wow. versus dude B. Harrison McCready, you've got to start at the beginning. Wow, right. Um, but the irony of this, um, and and folks who live in uh, Cal Unicornia are way ahead of me. The irony of this is California just passed a law that you can do this. That political hacks and operatives and paid goons can go house to house to house saying, you got a ballot, you filled it out. Now, I meant to vote, but I didn't get around to it. Now, give it to me. I'll take care of it. And collect them by the hundreds or thousands. Have them in their possession for an hour, a day, a week. And deliver them faithfully. Signed and sealed and filled out entirely and only by the voter. Boy, I got a whole bunch of votes here for the other party. I wish I didn't have to turn them in, but I'm going to, by God, because I'm an honest person. Even though nobody will ever, ever, ever know, because we have a secret ballot in this country that that I dumped a bunch of them in a ditch or shredded them or whatever. Yes, it's an idea so outrageous, so clearly designed to perpetrate vote fraud, that it's illegal and should be. And somebody who tried it, is now run afoul of the law, and they're going to invalidate an entire election in North Carolina. But in Cal Unicornia, that is the official policy of the state. 
Keep an eye on the vote harvesting thing. I think that's going to be a big story when people catch on to it. Yeah, it is, although there is no taste. I mean, please, I go through 206 stories every morning trying to figure out what we're going to talk about here on the award-winning Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, which reminds me, coming up in just five minutes, our 45-minute-long musical tribute to Carl Lagerfeld, the great designer whose passing I've heard about 20 times today, um, which proves, once again, the media is just, it's a New York elitist thing. Yeah, I don't even know that name. Carl Lagerfeld. I had some nice Lagerfeld cologne. I think I still do. Oh, really? Home. Yeah, it's a very nice scent. Very subtle. Mm. Anyway, Musky. A, oh, do you know it? <laughs> Just a little spice. Uh, so anyway, what was I going to say? Something else about this? Blah, 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 blah. Eh, I guess I made my point. Um, the revelations were an embarrassment for North Carolina, Carolina Republicans who've spent years crusading against vote fraud. Oh, that's right. That's what I was saying. So I, I look at 206 stories every morning trying to figure out what we're going to talk about on the Armstrong and Getty show. And I have not heard once the anybody pointing out that angle or that irony. Nope. Not one time. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, oh, hey, and there's another one. There's a bunch of people leaving the uh, the Labor Party in Britain. A bunch of MPs uh, because of the anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism in the Labor Party. I heard this reported on Nakedly Progressive Radio, and not a single mention of the fact that oh, that's right, there's a huge problem with anti-Semitism in the Democratic Party now in America. Um, NPR, it was just in the headlines. You remember the Congress gal who had to uh, apologize. The other. Uh, the other Muslim Congress gal who said something uh, really controversial. Nancy whole, Spankter. Nancy Spankter. The whole women's march has now fallen apart because of the rampant anti-Semitism in the organizers. But it didn't occur to you that the British left and the American left might have a problem in common? No? Okay. Sorry. I'll stop talking. Not even worth mentioning. Nope. So um, if you are uh, you have a job and you're sick, what do you do? Stay home? Go to work? How sick am I? It doesn't say. How much do I like my job? What working Americans do when they are ill? These are both good questions. I don't get into it. It'd be too complicated, I guess. Okay. But that does matter. How sick are you? Jobs that I don't like. If it's cold, I am sick today. <laughs> if I'm if I'm really sick, I stay home. If I'm not very sick, I go. That's kind of my standard. But anyway, uh, half of people go to work anyway, over half, when they're sick. You got to. You got to. You have to go to work sick sometimes, don't you? Well, it's I, I, sick it's another thing the I've, common cold. It's another thing I've told my, my son. Yeah, yeah, you got a cold. I know you do, but you got to go to school when you have a cold. If I stayed home from work or school every time I had a cold, I'd miss an awful lot of cold, school and work. An awful lot. Like I will play the role of your son, and so... <laughs> yeah, geez, I might, I might miss, if I stayed home for the entire cold, I might miss six weeks a year. Uh. <laughs> um, but anyway... Yeah, it depends on how sick you are. And every cold's not the same, obviously. Some colds are, you're really, really sick. Some you're barely sick. Anyway, over half go to work anyway. A third take a sick day. 12% work from home. There you go. Working from home is a good option if you can do it. Uh, I still haven't figured out which I prefer. Whether people stay home when they're sick, because I don't want to get your sickness. Depends what's sick. Again, I ask, how sick are you in this scenario? Having sex with pets. That's oh, pretty sick. That's really sick. Oh, hey, speaking of uh, <laughs> He's a sick enough. reproduction, um, here's an English gal who uh, had no idea she was pregnant. She went to bed feeling unwell, had a couple of seizures, and uh, and then uh, eventually she uh, she came out of it. 
Her unborn baby had been hidden in one of two wombs, a two-womb apartment, in a rare condition called <sighs> uterus didelphus. You didn't need to do that. Yeah, just trying to keep in practice. Um, one of the wombs was continuing to menstruate while the other was growing her baby. You know, the whole I didn't know I was pregnant thing usually has a crazy astounded person. all of us through the years, men and women alike. Usually a nut job or you're very fat. Yeah, you're a very big person. Why must you be so hurtful? What is it with you? Terrible. Um, so, so you want to say big and not? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, larger of carriage. Have you ever watched Pregnant? I was pregnant and didn't know it. On I one have of, on seen like, an on episode. On the Learning Channel? I have seen an episode. The Learning Channel. Yes. What am I learning here? <laughs> I'm learning I really need to unplug the TV and get a hobby. I learned that that's a person that exists. Yeah, no kidding. Well, well, right. There's a person that eats rocks. Well, there's something I learned. (laughs) Normally, the person is either really, really big or a moron or both. This gal, she had two uteri, and, and they were front and back. This could fool anybody. They were front and back. And so... Yeah, she didn't notice a, a significant. She had not developed a bump. She um, uh, she had not experienced morning sickness and not missed a period. Um, just astounding. God dang it! She got and a, now she has a baby. She got a husband? Uh, no, I think she's eighteen years old, which which ain't great either. But uh, verifying, yeah, it's she's a, eighteen years old. It's a, it's it's pretty daunting when you know the baby's coming. To all of a sudden be handed a baby and all that responsibility. If all of us, if you had no idea you were pregnant, and all of a sudden, okay, you got you're a, you're a parent now. That would be a that'd be rough. Yeah, no psychological lead up. I get. I see your point. No, this is a mark of the modern world. There is absolutely no mention of the father just in the article. It's just it's an irrelevant. Of course, why only like some sort of creep would even ask that question, right? Or anybody who's familiar with the reams of science about the outcomes of children. In intact families and not. Boys who have a male role model or don't. Only they would care. In other words, cavemen, brutes, maniacs. The, the term reverse discrimination is stupid. It is stupid. Discrimination is discrimination. But I think I have an example here from a texter. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. Bernie Sanders is officially running for president now. I expect Trump to be engaging with that at some point. Bring it on! I can take you! A couple of 70-year-olds yelling at each other. A couple old men yelling at each other. Perfect. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. When I walked through the front door, I swear I heard the back door slam. The police now believe that Smollett staged his own attack, which would be insane. But you have to admit, there's a certain part of the story that was always a little weird. Like, who are the MAGA supporters who hate gay people who hate black people, but also happen to watch Empire. <laughs> like, I've heard of hate watching, but that should be next level. 
It's like a member of the clan buying tickets to Fiddler on the Roof. Just like, look, I'm no fan of the Jews, but you got to admit, they can play a mean fiddle. Yeah, there was, uh, was it a law enforcement person off the record? Somebody who said, yeah, I just, I doubted that uh, he would be recognizable to the sort of people he was describing. Yeah. I don't know who he is, and no. I've never watched the show. No. Uh, listen, uh, Molly Hemingway made the point last night on uh, on Special Report with Brett Baer during the panel segment that if you're a journalist and you didn't immediately recognize that there was this story was very, very strange, you're not good at your job, or your biases have so swept you away, you're no longer good at your job. Uh, uh, the, the immediately, and you can go back to listen to the show, because a bunch of people sent us this story and said, hey, Joe, is it real? a real attacker? Is it a social justice warrior faking it up? Because that sort of thing has become so common. And I said, no, it's it's a fake job. With all you know, due caution, because it's a serious accusation, it looks fake to me. Not only did they recognize this guy, it's, it's I think it was 10 degrees or in the teens, 2 a.m. in Chicago, everybody's bundled up, and it's dark, and you've got MAGA hat-wearing lunatics roving around with a noose and bleach, just hoping to run into somebody to persecute. It was insane. We got this note from a, a detective, a police detective. As soon as the story came out, all of us here knew it was phony. Story was way too amazing. The minimal injuries, the bleach angle, um, and, and cites a couple other things. Um, and it's, I, and, and there are still plenty of networks now that are saying, well, the mystery around the Jussie Smollett attack is just getting deeper and more no, confusing. There's no mystery. No, it's <laughs> there's not. There's not any mystery really for about a week. There has been no mystery. Right, right. And it's, it's a crying shame. He's a crazy person. Yeah. He is a crazy person. Next person uh, who is victimized by some awful subhuman who, who who hurts them or attacks them over their race or their religion or their sexual orientation, they will not be believed as readily. Um, and and it's a shame. It really is a shame. You've heard over and over and over again about the rise in hate crimes since Trump took office. We had a clip uh, a while ago of an activist uh, talking about how uh, black people walk around in fear these days because of the surge in, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It, it bothers the hell out of me. Most of that fear is because of what folks have been hearing in the media, which is that there are gangs of lunatic, MAGA hat-wearing, bloodthirsty vampires crisscrossing the countryside looking for somebody to hurt. There are plenty of racists, but that part is just not true. You know why there's been that big rise in hate crimes? There are 1,000 more jurisdictions who now report hate crimes over the previous year. Didn't know that. 1,000 more jurisdictions are reporting it. A huge number of those were uh, are anti-Semitism, from graffiti to um, being yelled at, at a, on a college campus. Some of the more notable attacks cited by the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center in these statistics were that a Jewish kid in Israel who was inexplicably phoning in threats to Jewish community centers. And, and in, uh, particularly in the wake of that absolutely mind-bogglingly sad, tragic, horrific shooting at the actual Jewish community center, you people are do, who are doing this stuff are, well, I don't even know what brand of crazy you are. You're, you're dangerous, though. So, yeah, the, the surge in the number of uh, hate crimes reported, a lot of them are just the very lowest, 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 lowest level of people being idiots. 
And a good deal of them are hoaxes, and it's just a change in the reporting methodology. So stop saying that and frightening people. Of course, if you are frightened, you will never turn off the channel you're watching, the cable news channel. As I've said before, nobody has ever turned off a radio or TV in the midst of there's a tornado heading your way. It's a for-profit or for-political-profit ratcheting up of your fear. It's And it's it's morally indefensible. On the topic of do you stay home or go to work when you're sick, uh, over half of people go to work anyway. We got this text. I'm not burning a paid sick day by being sick. Huh. Uh, tea time or fishing is really good. That'll get me to call in. I've never, ever taken a sick day when I wasn't sick in my entire life. Well, aren't you special? <laughs> He's honest, young Sean. He has integrity. Uh, Principles. But if you are someone who... Uh, I got stuff to do. I know I know a lot of people. I've known a lot of people who um, use sick days like vacation days. You get so many and you use them all every year. Right. Every and single one. If you don't, you're a fool. If you don't, you're a fool. I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you this. I don't know anybody who's very successful with that mindset. Not one person. Ooh, I don't think so either. No. I know a lot I'm of people... scanning uh, my memory yeah. banks. Yeah. What's coming up in your I, news, Mark? I knew a couple guys at the end of their career who did that. <laughs> <laughs> they figured, you know what, after it. That I could see. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Bernie's back, running for the White House, setting the tenor for the Democratic debate. We got another twist in the Jesse Smollett case, and a lot of buzz about one of the acts for this weekend's Oscars. Coming up. Oh, that's right. The Oscars are this weekend. Who cares? Boo! <laughs> Boo! listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Stop calling it a coup. It's not a coup. The 25th Amendment allows them to remove the president. Coo-coo-coo-choo. Well, according to the point I was making. Some of your legal scholars, that's for if the president's incapacitated, not if he's committed a crime. If he's committed a crime, you go through the impeachment process. Or if you just think he's an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or consorting with Russia, which would be a crime. Yeah, I get that. I just figured they said, hey, how about the 25th Amendment? If we could get rid of them, who do you think's with us? And somebody said, that's stupid. You can't do that. They said, okay. So, you know, I don't know. This is dumb. I don't know that it's a crime. What do you think about Alan Dershowitz's belief that anybody who's talking about that shouldn't be in public service? Uh, I think unless they say, yeah, I was immediately informed that the 25th Amendment is totally different and you can't do that, so I stopped. Yeah. Well, the, the, you're, the, you're the FBI director. Yeah, I am. And you're discussing it, and you go to ask the legal counsel, and they say, no, right. you can't do that. Well, even McCabe, the, the known liar, said, yeah, after he got up from the floor from his heart attack, he said, no. So, yeah, you're right. It's, <laughs> it speaks to a rather high level of ignorance and or bias. Or <laughs> Hubris. Oh, hubris. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Now, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders entering Speaking into the of race. clearing your throat. Into the race for the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination. The 77-year-old says he's running to oppose President Trump, once again presenting the progressive ideas that acted as the foundation of his 2016 campaign. Sanders telling CBS This Morning. I think uh, it is absolutely imperative that Donald Trump uh, be defeated. Because I think it is unacceptable and un-American, to be frank with you, that we have a president who is a pathological liar, and it gives me no pleasure to say that, but it's true. We have a president who is a racist, who is a sexist, who is a xenophobe, 
who is doing what no president in our lifetimes has come close to doing, and that is trying to divide us up. I disagree with most of those characterizations. Pathological liar. He says a lot of things that aren't true. Is that pathological liar? I'm not sure. I definitely think he's sexist. I don't think he's racist. No. Nope. Um, uh, Nope. That is a false accusation. There's another one in there somewhere. Xenophobe? Hey, is it any? Does at any point age become an issue? Is any candidate willing to say, "How about we go with somebody younger?" Yes, because it wasn't that long ago yeah. in presidential yeah. politics you couldn't be that old and run. Somebody would call you out for being too old, right? Is it? Is there just no such thing as too old anymore? Well, when you look at the people who are running, they're all in their seventies. Uh, most oh, of them come are. on now. There are right, a few. Kamala's not. Sure, uh, Amy Klobuchar. Yeah. Come on Sean, now. you you know you know better that side of the aisle. But if a Cory Booker or Kamala Harris has said, "How about we go with somebody sixty or younger?" Wouldn't a lot of people say? You know, I didn't want to say it out loud, but yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I'm probably the wrong audience for this because I'm a single-issue voter, and that issue is the age of the candidate. (laughs) So, I mean, that's a compelling argument for me. I just think a lot of people wouldn't say it out loud, but would, would go along with you. Right. Well, I think using uh, the, the, the humorous form of overstatement, I think maybe you throw out at some point, I'm not sure we need a president who's going to be in their 80s. And there you go. You've said it. Well, that's good enough. Meanwhile, additional details surfacing about the alleged attack on Empire actor Jesse Smollett. Multiple news outlets. Yeah, alleged attack. Let's go with the probable hoax, since that's 98.8% likely what it is. Multiple news outlets reporting he paid two brothers to stage an attack on him last month in Chicago because he was upset a threatening letter he received a week before didn't get more attention. Okay, so he's he he's saying the letter is real. That's probably also phony. But he's saying the letter is real, and because nobody paid any attention to it, he had to take it to the next level. Okay, that's what the two brothers are saying. Yeah, is that that's what the Nigerians are saying? That's the Nigerian bodybuilders. Yes, yeah, because I'd I'd understood that they found evidence that they were in on the letters as well, but I might have misunderstood that. All right, well, I, yeah, that's that's the report that I'm getting. The multiple right, news yeah. outlets are Could, re- couldn't reporting he, that. Couldn't he hire a couple of people that look more like a couple of white Yahoo Trump supporters? I mean, he picked two people who couldn't look less like a couple of white Yahoo Trump supporters. Who would be willing to do violence? <laughs> well, you can't have a choice. Black bodybuilders. Part of the thing is you're not your face won't be seen. I doubt anybody would agree to do this if the plan was, and then the police know exactly who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Longtime Giants manager Bruce Bochy says he's ready to retire after the oh. 2019 season. Oh, Boach! Yep, he announced yesterday he told the team before their spring training workout that this will be his last season. He's a Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. Yeah, for Bochy, who came to the Giants from the Padres in 2007, this will be his 25th season as a big league manager. That's a long time. 25th season. You can't find a player, coach, ump, or grounds crew guy who doesn't like and respect Bruce Bochy. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the really good guys in sports. Um, 63, he could run for president. That's oh, fine. He's age. a little young. No, it's before his time. we got to age him for three more terms. Uh, just a quick clarification. Yeah, yeah the uh, the bodybuilder dudes. Right. The the alleged threatening letter was used in letters, uh, used letters, unfortunate quirk oh, of the, the human magazine. language, that, yeah. a clip from a magazine yeah. that they found in the bodybuilder's house. There you go. So they were in on that fake job as okay. well. Yeah, okay. so the entire thing... Top to bottom, 
has been a crazy person's attempt to, A, discredit Trump and white people and Trump voters well, uh, and get attention. I do love the aspect that when phase one of his plan didn't get the response that he wanted, he already had phase two phase ready two, to go. Uh, yeah. And it was way over the top. Or they, uh, or they uh, you know, they may have just uh, gotten creative. Fellas, we need to, uh, to up the ante. Worth knowing. How much trouble are they in? Well, I guess that didn't work. I'm going to go do some squats. <laughs> no, they're just independent contract. They got hired for a job. They did right. the job. They, right. and yeah. I didn't ask him why he wanted a threatening note. He asked me, and he said he'd pay me, so I wrote one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They might have to you know, pick up trash by the highway for two days or something like that. Um, but I doubt it'll be much. It also seems that a lot of this information is coming from them saying, hey, here's what happened. So, you know, training right. information for lesser sentences stuff. Right. This is going to be, be a good there. story someday. How did my lats look? <laughs> <laughs> so there is, a, uh, it, this has become a thing, a, a, a really common thing. And you don't know this unless you read probably conservative-leaning stuff or listen to it. These... Uh, these race-baiting hoaxes, these fake attacks have become more and more common, and it's usually youngish social justice warrior types who really want everybody to know how much racism there is, but there isn't quite enough to get people's attention, so they fake stuff up. Happens a lot. Um, and this is merely the most prominent and recent of those things, and then you have a compliant media that is just desperate to run in that direction and shout about, this is Trump's America. Then you've also got, and I've said many times, the highest form of life in America right now is the victim, particularly of something racial or ethnic or whatever, because you are immediately taken into the warm grasp of you know, progressive America and a lot of reasonable, nice people who hate to see somebody victimized. In the same, if somebody, you know, got mugged and was hurt, I would help them. I would feel huge amounts of compassion for them. So I get the impulse and it's fine. But you also have, I think this is a, an offshoot of Munchausen syn- syndrome, which is a mental disorder in which a person repeatedly or deliberately acts as if he or she has a physical or mental illness oh, yeah. when he or she is not really sick. Yeah. Because they want the attention. Right. Um, and this is so clearly an offshoot of that. This guy became the most celebrated, sympathized with, and praised American around for a week or so. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Um, Kamala Harris was talking about how he's a beautiful, wonderful human being. Robin Roberts treating him as if he's God's gift to everything. He's, he was elevated so high by being a victim. And so, yeah, you see this sort of thing a lot. I have the opposite of Munchausen syndrome. I don't want no attention. I'd like to be able to float (laughs) through life without anybody even knowing I'm here. One final note. Get ready for the weekend because Queen is headed to the Oscars. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences says the British rockers will take the stage for the awards ceremony. They're going to be joined by Adam Adam Lambert. Yep. That's when he's doing saying. the Freddie Mercury stuff. Yeah. Are they they're gonna play? Uh, that's that's what cool. they're saying in this. I'll check that out. There's something I can look forward to on the Oscars. See, why would I see a movie embodiment of them when they're still around? I mean, granted with Adam Lambert, but he's as good as the actor who put I don't get the movie. I just don't get it. A lot I, of people like I just it. want to watch yep. astronomer Brian May play his guitar. Yeah, sure there enough. you go. There you go. His homemade guitar that he made with his dad a zillion years ago, which is kind of a fun story. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting to get his show, The Conscience of the Nation. Oh, squawky. When we're all lying at each other and yelling at each other and 
suspicious of each other. Is there hope for the Republic? You're a bird. You can't talk. Never mind. A uh, white woman turned away from a yoga studio because they said white people are triggering, so she was not allowed to do yoga. Is that a thing? Is that all right? That a, <laughs> no, it's not all deal? right. Yoga. Yoga's not all right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go stretch in your home. <laughs> You'll be fine. Um, Plus, I hear there's a lot of breaking wind in yoga. I don't, oh, I don't want that. Ew. Stay tuned for that story. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. All of those ideas, people say, oh, Bernie, they're so radical. So I just wanted to play that. Play the very beginning again. This is Bernie Sanders from from today. All of those ideas, people say, oh. So Bernie Sanders announced he's running for president today. I'm just asking the question. Is it does at some point somebody play the age card? I think we're there. He's seventy seven. He'd be seventy nine when inaugurated if he won. Does is anybody get up there and say, "Look, he'd be almost ninety at the end of his second term"? All of those ideas. Oh boy, right? Yes. I mean, so why, yes, the why, math checks out. Why would you? <laughs> but why would you nominate somebody that can't possibly do two terms? I mean, it's really unrealistic to think the guy's going to be sharp on it and alive up to almost nine. Right, right. You, you don't nominate somebody that's not even going to be around for two terms. Right. You don't play that card till you have to, though. I mean, if I'm Kamala Harris, for instance, you know, it's down to there's two tree of us still in the race. Then I might start suggesting I just that I think we need more youth. We need a little more energy in the party. That's code for I just, Bernie's old. I just thought of what you do. So debate stage, I can picture Kamala Harris or somebody doing this. Bernie starts in, sounds like this, starts in on one of his little points. All of those ideas. And Kamala Harris, she puts her hand on her chest. Oh, Bernie, God bless you. I remember when my grandpa was going. And and just, you know, God bless you, Bernie. He sounded like that, too. (laughs) Hey, we got to mention this. We got to mention this. The biggest contract in sports history in America was just signed. The biggest contract in sports history in America just signed. With the San Diego Padres. Manny Machado, free agent slugger, signed by the Padres for $300 million over 10 years. Yes, you heard right. $300 million. And in baseball, where the hell did that come from? In football, they can say that all they want. And you get a 1000 bucks your first game and everything after that's negotiable. I mean, it's not a real contract, but this yeah. this is actual money. Gold glove third baseman, too. He's a hell of a ball player. But uh, woo! Biggest contract in U.S. sports history, $300 million for the San Diego Padres. The Padres. Not the Yankees, not the Dodgers. Right. Usually content for, you know, to, to chug along with the, you know, bottom half of the division mediocrity. Or you try to be Beautiful one of those. downtown stadium. People like going, eh, good enough. Or you try to be one of those teams that you cobble together new, young, hot guys. Right. And do really well in Oakland you're A's. Oakland A's, you're yeah. uh, who, the Kansas City Royals. Add perfect example. Notably. Went to yeah. the World Series with, right. with that idea. You, know, you don't have the money for the big, the big one. $300 million. That's so many millions. Can I say something stupid that will be said all across America? Again? And teachers make 
$50,000 a year. Oh, boy. We have money for that guy and not for teachers. Oh, um, boy. Most of the teachers I had were boring, and they couldn't <laughs> fill a stadium the way he can. Yeah, well, that second part you is know, it. You yeah. know, you said that like that's obvious. There are a lot of people that can't do that math. Well, you see, he provides a whole bunch of revenue, way more than that. Yes. And they're just giving him a tiny portion. You could probably argue that he deserves a bigger portion. Well, and, and if he didn't, they wouldn't pay him that. Right. It's all voluntary. And pay rate has very little to do with importance of one's job. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. If you want, well, and that is the one of my great gripes with progressives, is they want not only the moral value of a person to equal their economic value, they don't understand that everybody has a different view of what somebody's moral value is anyway, so that sort of thing, we can never decide on that. That Yeah, I understand that, that school teachers have a much greater moral value-slash-impact than Manny Machado ever will. On the other hand, it's an economic question, and then so there's the, get over it. And then there with all jobs, there's the, can I replace you for less? You know, the greatest... Can I, can I fill your job for less money than that, or... Would it cost me more? Right. The greatest warrior in a Navajo tribe, you know, the best caveman hunter. There are a million examples you can throw around from history. I think I'll have a beer. They were rewarded for it. They they got over, even if they weren't nice. It's just a different question. And uh, I love teachers. My sister's a teacher. She's a fabulous teacher. And, you know, it's funny. You know, sometimes people look at her brother, the big talk show host, making... Not even half of what Manny Machado makes. $300 million. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just proud I can get through that sentence. Anyway, um, God, that's that's a lot of money. I think about her and people like her. Uh, My sister's taught early uh, elementary school for her entire career. Uh, Kindergartens, first graders, and second graders, mostly. I think she did third grade for a year or two. I should know that. But she has given hundreds of children, because she's a really good teacher, a love of learning. Not just taught them the colors and the letters, but tried to give them a love of learning. That's an incredibly important thing. Oh, heck yeah. But you're not going to get Manny Machado money. Few people are. Nope. Armstrong and Getty announced the boarding of the Final Thoughts Express. I like that one. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Brief. It's pithy. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody. Positive, Sean. Final thought? Yeah, I think I discovered my new uh, kind of rhetorical stance for the remainder of uh, this presidential season. No matter what issue is being brought up, I'm going to pretend that I'm a single-issue voter and this is my issue. Age. Well, no, no, just whatever, oh, whatever, whatever it is. Whatever gotcha. it happens to be. I'm, no, I'm, I'm a single-issue like voter and this is my thing, so I like you guys got to listen. That'll be your thing. <laughs> Michelangelo, your final thought? Well, I'm terrified about employers having an app for tracking employees. My boss will say to me, 10 times Costco food court. Oh, yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, Marshall Phillips, do you have a final thought for us? I do indeed. I am so excited. Bernie is back. I am eagerly waiting for Trump's welcome to the campaign tweet. I'm sure it will be good. Yeah. All of those eyes. Oh, boy. Just let's say anybody, anybody, young or old, who needs to clear their throat, let's all take a minute and do that. Oh, that's gross. And we'll get back to the debate. Jack, do you have all a final thought? Oh, boy. Do you have a final thought for us? Yeah, if we all have to wear those Fitbit tracking devices, the boss is going to call me in and say, look, what is wrong with you? Let's, let's talk about your diet. Or some sort of diaper? Are you being held captive? Why do you never move? (laughs) (laughs) My final thought, I said this earlier today, but I like the idea so much I wanted to repeat it. It, it, Donald Trump 
has to go to the border with bulldozers and announce that at the request of Beto O'Rourke and Kirsten Gillibrand and the rest of them, he's tearing down the border fence at San Ysidro, at the big point, point of entry there right. that separates Tijuana from the, uh, the San Diego metro area. And see how quickly and shrilly everybody screams, Don't tear down that wall! Don't tear down! I thought they were immoral. I thought walls were immoral. No? Yes? No? Huh? I just love it as a stunt. You say Machado or Machado? How do you pronounce his name? I've always heard Machado, but I don't know. Yeah, Somebody texted, he's a clubhouse cancer. San Diego will regret the contract. There you go. All right. There you go. I don't know. Eh. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. There's no Steve Garvey. So many people <laughs> thank so little time. Go to wow. armstrongandgetty.com. You can subscribe to the podcast at iTunes or iHeartMedia, uh, whatever. iHeartRadio. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Bye-bye. The naysayers and people that are going to tell you that you won't, that you can't, that you shouldn't, most of those people are the people that didn't, that wouldn't, that couldn't. Armstrong and Getty.